on this week's FPL Happy Hour. Green Arrow, then? Must be. Green Arrow. Yeah. Small Green Arrow, yeah. Where where's that put you overall now? 4.30. Moving up. Catching up. Moving up. Catching up bit by bit, mate. Yeah. Catching up bit by, by bit. Maybe by game week 40, you'll be a... Yeah, we are. Okay, forty. <laughs> oh, and welcome to episode number six of our podcast fpl happy hour with me sham otherwise known as fpl two guys one cup on twitter and myself rob otherwise known as fpl panda rob how are you doing this evening a bit tired but yeah <laughs> excited about the um the confusion that's about to happen which we're going to try and decipher in the next hour <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're 90 minutes after the, uh, well, we're at 90 minutes going into extra time of the Everton and Tottenham game. It's currently 4-4. Um, we're going to record some of the episode and then pause and then find out who gets through. And at the end, we'll be able to then tell you what the doubles uh, look like in a much better position. Uh, you will obviously all hear this seemingly. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, well, let's get started. Um, first, we will um, go through our teams last week. Um, then we'll answer a few Twitter questions, and then we'll talk about double game week and strategy ahead. Um, followed by our usual five v five. So, let's talk about our teams first. How did you get on last week? Um, started off. I was really excited about my start. Um, but then it kind of just petered away as the as the week went on, and then obviously the big mistake was benching Gundogan. Um, yeah, that was that was horrible. But yeah, it started well with the Martinez uh, clean sheet, and he racked up the BPS as well. Um, there was what else was there? Uh, the West Ham game, Sufal with his clean sheet, but then uh, Suchek with the um, that dodgy red card. Um, yeah. He's happily, well, deservedly had taken off of him. Um, and Fernandez returned captain, um, which is perfect. Um, and then Sunday happened. It was like, I was sitting with a massive green arrow after Saturday and... Then Sunday was just it was it was a horrible watch really like with the news that Kane was back I knew I was in trouble um, and yeah you know, Son and him Kane both returned um, and then in the Leicester game I was expecting something from Barnes and yeah you know, just just the three points from him and the Liverpool game was just an absolute horror show for me um, yeah just nothing went right at all um apart from when well i was happy when gundogan missed the penalty like jumping around yeah i saw that i was happy with i had a similar situation to you and um yeah i was i was really happy with that and then um yeah, he proceeded to punish my happiness and <laughs> left me 
absolutely fucked for the game week. Um, and then, like on Monday, um, like I was, I was, I was thinking, oh, Bamford return should give me like a grey or a small green arrow. The fact that Dallas returned as well um, and absolutely hauled it was because of Dallas's ownership. It just meant I was in absolute yeah, just dire straits to be honest. Um, yeah, sixty-two points, massive red arrow. Um, was it a massive red arrow? What did you go from to? Uh, went from what two twenty k to two seventy. Well, that's not huge, like twenty percent, right? It's not yeah, massive. I was I was at one fifty um, on Saturday night. Wow, okay. <laughs> but it just shows. I think more than anything, it just shows how tight it is. Yeah. Um, like especially between, say, one hundred and three hundred k. Yeah. Think, I think it's probably only like ten points, probably in it. Um, so yeah, just need a, a big, like a couple of big weeks and then you're, you're back there, like looking at the top 100 K again. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just after that really nice run of green arrows, it's just, a bit, it was a bit disheartening, um, to then have two red arrows that probably feel bigger than they should have, should do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not a disastrous week, but. Yeah, not not amazing. What about yourself? I know you've got Gundogan on um, the bench as well. Yeah, so I finished on 70 points. Um, I had a small green arrow from 460 to 430, I think. Um, I had Gundogan on the bench as well, and I'm blaming Shez for this one because I had him start in, and then I go to Shez last minute. I was like, Barnes or Gundogan? He was like, he was like start Barnes. And I was like, fuck's sake. All right, so I swapped him. It's my own fault anyway. Um, took a punt on Antonio captain, like you. Um, didn't pay off. Fernandez would have been my captain. You know, an extra five points, not the end of the world. Um, I'm glad, though, I didn't bench DCL. Um, so, I mean, DCL was never... It was. I was never going to bench him. It was always Barnes versus Gundogan, but a lot of people did Barn, uh, you know, did uh, bench Barnes uh, DCL. So yeah, I was pleased that I wasn't one of them. Um, Robbo sitting on my third sub, so he he was never intended to use to um, to come on. I'll be getting rid of him this week um, for Tarkovsky or me probably um but yeah monday night was good with dallas and bamford 18 points couldn't really ask for much more than that um so yeah 70 points overall it's a so green arrow then must be green arrow yeah. small green arrow yeah where where's that put you overall now 430 moving up catching up moving up catching up bit by bit mate yeah catching up bit by bit. maybe by game week 40 you'll be a yeah yeah game week 40 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, right, let's move clip, on. Let's I'll just clip I'll... that now for the intro, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right, let's move on. Let's go with our 
Twitter questions. We've got um so for our topics this week, we thought let let's take a little bit longer and talk about the double game week stuff going on on over the next few weeks because essentially we we could potentially have four double game weeks in a row 24 25 we know is double game week 26 we know um and 27 potentially as well um so we'll talk about what teams might have have the doubles what uh teams to target what teams to get rid of um but we'll wait until after the Everton and Tottenham game for that so um okay let's answer some of your questions uh so we had one from uh fpl dan which city defender for the long term cancelo or diaz i prefer diaz but then i've got him all oh, everton winning five four five four everton wow um yeah i think cancelo it's a it's just a matter of the rotation, but Pep has shown that he's happy to play Cancelo on the left-hand side rather than on the right if he wants to play Walker. Um, but down, like in the last couple of weeks, he's shown that he also likes playing Laporte on that left-hand side, um, which then frees up Cancelo to become more attacking because then like Cancelo can bomb forward and players almost as a midfielder and the port just sits there in the, in a free at the back with Diaz and Stones. Um, yeah, in the long term, I think I'd go Diaz um, because I think you're guaranteed for him to be starting. Um, like no matter what, I think his form this season has just been out of this world. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it really depends on what type of FPL manager you are. Hmm. Um, are you the risk averse? FPL manager, or are you the go hard or go home? Hmm. Um, for me, I'm the go hard or go home. So for me, it's Cancelo, hmm. uh, which is why I've got Cancelo and Stones, and I don't have Diaz. Um, I prefer Cancelo because he can haul big time. He's more likely to haul than Diaz is. Diaz will chip in with the odd goal here or there or the odd assist here or there or whatever from a corner. That's going to happen. But Cancelo consistently has shots on target. Yeah. And and shots that should be going in, you know, like we saw in in, in the game where he got a 17-pointer. I think it was a goal assist and a a clean sheet. Um, and, And that, you know, the way that he plays that could happen every week and i'm not even joking like the way that it's not like it's a one-off you know stone's got the 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 two goals in a double game week and he's probably never going to get two goals in a game again in his life let alone the season um whereas i would not be surprised if on at least what you've got how many game weeks left 15 game weeks i wouldn't be surprised if on at least four occasions cancelo hauls I wouldn't be surprised. It just wouldn't surprise me. Um, but it's whether or not he starts. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I, I, although he, he's starting a lot more now, which which means that Pep is like more ha- like he's happier with him and he likes the way that they play when he's there. Yeah. Because um, they obviously, when they're missing that creativity at the moment from um, De Bruyne, they need more creative players and that's why i've 
I think um, that's been a detriment to Carl Walker that Cancelo is the more creative player. Um, so he, he gets played ahead of Walker because they need that creativity. Um, it's a... I, for, yeah, me personally, I like um, to take the risks on the differentials rather than on your like solid like is like foundation really. Um, so yeah. yeah, I'm 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 I'd be more inclined to go Diaz and then take the risk on someone else. Um, but yeah, one one way can work in some occasions; the other way can work on others. It's like swings and roundabouts, isn't it? It's how it, how it goes. Uh, yeah, but yeah, right. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't be going Cancelo anyway. I've got Stones and Diaz. It's, I'm not going to go for the triple up. I want that easy route back to De Bruyne when when I can. Okay, uh, next question is from at Hefty Horse. Uh, is it time to hop off United assets for a while? Um, <laughs> a tumbleweed. <laughs> Yeah, um, no is the answer. <laughs> if anything, it's time to hop on United yeah, assets, um, or or not buy United assets, but definitely not hopping off. In my opinion, you've got West Brom, Newcastle, and then a double. Um, you shouldn't be getting off United assets now. Maybe after twenty six, then you can reassess. Um, but definitely, definitely not now. Yeah, I mean, we know you might potentially want to get one more. Yeah, I mean, we know that uh, they won't be playing in 29, so I probably wouldn't go as far as getting three United players. Um, but I want two for 26. And with their fixture this week against West Brom, and then it's followed up with uh, with Newcastle at home, then uh, it's very likely, um, like it's more than a 95% chance that they'll double against Chelsea and Palace um, in 26. Like, I'm, I'd I'd happily either get um, Luke Shaw or Wambasaka in, or get Rashford. Everyone will have Bruno. If you haven't got Bruno, get him in, like now before this pod is finished. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you so you, if you've got Bruno, if you want to get Wambasaka or Shaw one of them two, or I'd go Rashford. Um, and I know a couple of people have asked me about McTominay and I, I still wouldn't, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say the Scottish Iniesta is, is a, an important fancy asset yet. He just seems to pop <laughs> up. He just seems to pop up at the right times. He makes those late runs to the edge of the box and the ball just happens to go to him and, He's, he can strike a football really well. The amount of times we've seen him score from that, like the spot that he did last night. Um, yeah, so it's uh, for me, it's yeah, Rashford, Wambasaka, or Shaw, and Fernandez. Yeah, uh, moving forward, and I'd love to be able to say yeah, jump on Cavani, but like for the double, I think he'd he'd probably start against Chelsea, and then Martial will start against Palace. I don't think. He'd start both, and I, I think at the moment it's going to be very much rotated between Martial and Cavani because um, it looks like Greenwood's pretty much locked in on the right wing now. He's like start. He hasn't been scoring, but 
he's looked a lot better in the last few weeks. And I think it gives a nice balance to the forward line because he can, he can, he's good on that right-hand side. Um, whereas Rashford and Martial have been pretty ineffective over on that side. Um, so yeah, it's, I'd love to be able to say, yeah, go and buy Cavani, but you just, just can't. Otherwise, yeah, he'd be straight in my team this week. I am thinking about bringing him in though for um, Antonio. I think it's, it's way again. It's like that the question about Diaz and Cancelo. I think it's weighing up that risk. Um, but do you want to take that risk with a forward that he, if he's, if he starts on the bench, he is going to come on. Like if they, if United are nil nil or one nil down, he will come on and he, but he might not return. Mm. Um, and he, even if it's like one two three nil, he might even. Just come on for like the last ten minutes, just for a like a warm down, um, and yeah, you, you, I think you're running that risk. I think you're running the risk more, sorry, more so with Cavani than you are with Cancelo, um, which is a shame really because he is he's still top class. Yeah, um, I think it's just it's where like it's whether he's got the legs to go in the English game week in week out, or whether Oli believes he's got the legs to go in week in, week out in the English game. Right. Uh, final question is from Shez, who said, who asked us last night, uh, is a bench boost in game week 24 viable? Well, I'll be honest with you, Shez, after watching the games tonight, Everton and Spurs and the Leicester game, you might not have any players on your bench left to play. Uh, I mean, I don't know what your bench is, but DCL looks like he's injured. Um, apparently, Diaz is ill. Justin went off injured. So it depends what what team that you have. Um, otherwise, if there is no injuries, uh, initially I was against it, but it really does make sense. So he was said that he was looking to wildcard in 28 and he wants a kind of a strong team of 11 to wildcard. Um, and at the moment, he's kind of got, you know, all, a lot of bench players. So he was saying, if if I bench boost in 24, then I can go for a strong team in game week 25. That kind of makes sense. And his bench boost, I think he was saying last night was like Bamford and Dallas. And I can't remember who else, but it's not a bad side. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think, Rob? Yeah, I think it's weighing it up. Um I'll definitely does... wait. Sorry, one thing to add. What I would definitely wait until you know the complete outcome for all the double game weeks. Yeah, I first. think I think if if we get an announcement, like I expect there to be an announcement on mid afternoon Friday. Um, I think that's when. When was it? Is it last week or the week before? We got the announcements of this week's double game week fixtures um, that came through, and that was like three or four o'clock on the Friday afternoon. So I expect yeah. three or four o'clock on Friday afternoon, we will have an announce the fixture announcement from the Premier League. Um, it might not happen, but I'd expect it to happen. It could, it 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 could be that it happens on Monday. Um, like if it if it doesn't happen on Friday, it's not going to happen till Monday, Tuesday. Um, but 
I expect that they, because they've got all of that information there, um, that they'd be contacting the clubs, like the clubs from yesterday, so United and Palace, they'd have made contact. They've probably rearranged the game already. Um, and then, yeah, for today's games, they'll probably sort that all out tomorrow. And then they'll just be um, tomorrow evening's games or this evening's games because um, everyone will be watching it Thursday. Um, that the um, that they'll just have to sort out the arrangements. And I, I'm pretty sure that yeah, by Friday lunchtime, mid afternoon, um, we'll have the announcement. And yeah, that's really helpful um, moving forward with your plan from 24, 25 um, and 26 and then moving forward on from that into 29. Um, yeah. You might decide that that 26 lineup, you've actually got a better chance if you pick, if you transfer the right players in 24 and 25, you've got a better chance of having more double game week players um, than than the you have for your bench boost um, mm-hmm. this week because like you could walk away with like if you if you've got a bench full of double game week players and they blank for the double game week it's still four points per player um, but if it's a single game week and they blank there's no second chance on it. Well, so you get that. You kind of get that. That's why I, I like bench boosting with a double game week, and with a big double game week because you got the um, you've got that like buffer of if they blank the fur in the first game, you've got another ninety minutes for them to produce for you. Um, I mean, it didn't happen this year when um, when we both bench boosted a few weeks ago, but yeah, this is the this was the other. 26 is the other big um, double, and yeah, I'd I'd I'd, I'd want to see the fixtures um, and how I my team would look in 26 before I pulled the trigger on the bench boost for 24. Because yeah, if you if you if you can get to 26 and have more players, like have 12, 13 players that are double game weekers. Then you'd be silly not to bench boost them, wouldn't you? Yep, I agree. Okay, so that was only questions that we have. So the Everton game has just finished, and Everton have won. And uh, what a game that was! Uh, what that now means is Rob is going to talk you through who's got the doubles, um, what that means, and you know, I guess a plan of who to hop on, hop off, and who to hop on. Um, so, Rob, the floor is yours, my friend. <laughs> um, no pressure. So, I think the first thing we need to say is purely this is conjecture, and but it's all highly likely. Um, we obviously won't get confirmation until Friday, like I said earlier. Um, but the we can generally now see the what the outline of um, twenty six is looking like. Um, so, we'll start with. The teams that were pretty like we we like got the fixture nailed um, as to who they are. Um, so 
probably rank we'll go through them in the order that i'd want to look at the assets um so you've got united um who have got chelsea and palace both away um at the moment my fdr's got it as 20 which is like a, basically the same as them playing burnley um in a single game week so it's a, it's a fairly decent uh double game week like i'd it's the it may it kind of backs up my um what we said about hopping on the united assets um about bruno and rashford it's probably not a triple captain option there um purely because of the chelsea fixture chelsea look a lot stronger recent like since Tuchel's come in um but like they could be back to being shit again by game week 26. um yep who's next um and then so then you've got palace um their double game week is then fulham and man united um i think i wouldn't be looking at any palace options personally no um yeah the fulham fixture would probably tempt people um but yeah it's not it's not something the only palace player you'd want to look at is zaha and is he injured at the moment he is yeah so yeah it's a palace is a no-go um leicester have got arsenal and burnley arsenal at home burnley away Um, bad pictures i think at the moment out of like the fairly nailed on fixtures um and like my fdr has got it as a, ranked as a 27 um fixture um which is one of the top that we've had uh for the season um i'd it's making me second guess my move this week which was to get rid of barnes I might just bench him this week, um, and then I'd, I probably wouldn't mind playing him against Villa. But in that, uh, in week twenty-six, it's actually yeah a very tasty option. If I don't have Barnes, then I'll be looking at bringing Vardy in. I think, um, and like we've just seen DCLs. Um, he went off injured earlier. If that injury is there, then maybe jumping on Vardy um, sooner rather than later. Um, I've got two free transfers as well, which I, I wouldn't mind going Barnes to someone and then DCL to Vardy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's something to ponder over the next sort of 48, 72 hours um, up until the 24 deadline i'm kind of want a clear plan moving into 26 and then beyond 26 um by by this this deadline i think this deadline's probably now become one of the most important of the season um and yep. it will it will be for a lot of people i think if you get your moves right this this week um can set you up quite well it can set you up really well moving forward um right, so who's next that's leicester now we've got um man city um now this is a bit more complicated um so they've got a fixture in the bank um from covid uh, i think it was a christmas 
when they had their fixture against Southampton uh, postponed. So, as far as I can see, at the moment, City are playing West Ham at home and Wolves at home in 26. Um, this is on top of their double of 24. Now, if if uh, Southampton beat Wolves uh, tomorrow night or tonight in the FA Cup, then they will play Southampton in 26. And the Wolves fixture gets moved to 27. If not, then it will be the other way around. Um, yeah, so, so they, they can basically have Wolves or Southampton. So they will definitely have a double, but we're not sure if it's Wolves or Southampton yep. as well as West Ham. Yep, and they, but whoever they don't play in 26 as their second game, they will have that as their double in 27, um, which is um, when they've got Man United at home in their first game. So you've got the potential of three double game weeks and four. four. Yeah, because then they've so they've got 24 against Spurs and Everton, 25 against Arsenal, 26 against West Ham and Wolves or Southampton, 27 against Man United, Wolves or Southampton. Um, and then you follow that up and they've got Fulham in 28. So it's it's a huge... Can we get, can we get 10 Man City players, do you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. Should we, should we appeal to FPL? FPL yeah. Towers? Excuse Although, me. Although five of them will probably be benched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. Right, so who's next? Um, so Everton. Now, we've seen this evening, we've seen DCL go off injured and uh, Luca Dean uh, go off injured. And their double in 26 is likely to be Southampton and either uh, Villa or West Brom. Now, if it was Southampton at home and West Brom away in 26, that's a huge double game week. Yeah. That's absolutely massive. And if if DCL is injured, that then gives me... I might have to go to Richarlison, who a couple of weeks ago I was saying don't go to when DCL was coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you you need some attacking coverage. And yeah, it's something that like we should know on, I don't know when the next press conference is with uh, Ancelotti, um, whether it's, it'll be on Saturday. Um, Hopefully it's early morning on Saturday before the deadline. Um, it'd be really nice to know what the status is with Calvert-Lewin before deadline. And yeah, you know, like and a, a yes or a no, like is he out for a long time? Because um, they've got this this week, they've got their double against Fulham and City. Um, then they've got yeah, 26 against Southampton, Villa or West Brom. Whoever they don't play in that second game in 26, they could potentially play in 
a double for 25 or 27 or 28. And I think it's more likely they'll move it into uh, I think, yeah, maybe more likely they'll move it into 27 to get it out, just get it out of the way. Um, but again, for Everton, that's three double game weeks in four, um, which is, it's a huge, huge, like, miss if they're two top assets are gone. Um, and like then next most creative players, probably Hammers, who you couldn't rely on for a double game week. Um, what do you think about Everton? Probably the same. Exactly the same as you, mate. The problem is, I don't think we're going to hear an either way about, about yeah. DCL. So think, it's going to be a difficult one. Yeah, we. it'd be nice if there was just some form of, like, it weren't a press conference, just some form of new, injury news tomorrow, yeah. like saying he's gone for a scan. Yeah. Because like, if, it, if, it, if it's he's gone for a scan, it might be a case of time, like, going to have to sell him and at least yeah. if you if you sold him and went to Richarlison you know that Richarlison will still start if DCL starts and mm -hmm. he, he's, he scored tonight he scored a good goal tonight um, right who's next so next up uh, Burnley um, Tottenham and Leicester right yeah so they'll play Tottenham and Leicester um, I mean that's so so I, just just in terms of let me just say something quickly on Burnley. So I'm likely to get um Tarkovsky or me and Pope. Um Pope will probably be for Johnson and that means in 24 they'll have Palace, Fulham, 25 West Brom, 26 Tottenham and Leicester. Now they probably get they probably lose to Tottenham and Leicester, but I don't mind having Pope there for you, that. You could potentially um, still come out with three points. Like, yeah, save, like you get, save you might points. get one or yeah, two yeah. save points. I've, I've also got Martinez as well. And they've got, uh, well, you're going to tell me who they've got, um, but they've got a double as well, probably. Um, so, um, yeah, it's difficult because I know a lot of people are going to be buying Burnley defenders for this this weekend. I don't know if I would start um, a, a defender against Tottenham and, and, and Leicester, um, but I don't see, you know, Pope, Pope will get save points, so I, I don't see that as an option. I can always bench um, a Burnley defender if I need to. Um, right, Villa's next, is that right? Um, da -da -da -da. Yes, so Villa, it's, it's one of... We know that they're going to double. So they've got three they've games. They've got loads to catch up on, haven't they? Yeah, they've got three games in the bank. Um, they've got Spurs at home, Everton home, and Sheffield United away, all in the bank. Now, we know um, if Southampton beat Wolves, there is, it's very probable that Spurs versus Villa will be in 29 um, because Spurs will have the blank. Villa will have a blank. It makes sense to put 
that rearranged fixture in there if mm-hmm. if um Southampton beat Wolves. Um so that that leaves us with yeah, they'll either have Everton and or Sheffield United in twenty six. Now potentially either of those fixtures could still be arranged for twenty five or uh any of the three could be arranged for 27 or 28. Um, now, only, well, any of the three can be arranged for 27 or 28 if Spurs get knocked out of the Europa League by Wolfsburg. Um, yeah. But so let's let's say that Spurs go through in the Europa League. So it, I'd think that makes it even more likely that game week 29 is Spurs versus Villa. And 26 will be um, against uh, Sheffield United and either 27 or 28 will be against uh, Everton for Villa. Either way, you're getting in the next five game weeks, you're very likely to get three doubles. So those are all the doubles that we definitely know of. Then there's a few that um, are likely double game weekers. So that's West Brom are likely to have a double game week against Birmingham and Everton. Brighton. Uh, Brighton, Brighton, sorry. Brighton and Everton, <laughs> not Birmingham. Where have I got Birmingham from? WHA, that's BHA. Is it 2008 again? <laughs> yeah, I know. Birmingham uh, in the Premier League. Yeah. Wolves um, are likely to have a double against Newcastle and uh, City. Liverpool are likely to have one against Chelsea and Sheffield United. Is that as right? As, yeah. As long as Barnsley don't pull off like, Knock out. the shock That's of right. the century. Yeah. And Chelsea against Manu and Liverpool. Um, these are obviously less likely. So we're, we're using Ben Krellin's uh, spreadsheet. So that's at Ben Krellin, who's the double game week master. Uh, and based on his percentages, those four teams have got a 65 to 85% chance of having a double game week. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I don't think there's much to talk about with regards to the blank 29s in terms of j- just because we're not fully sure exactly uh, what the situation is yet until the FA Cup games tomorrow. The only thing that we are definitely sure of is um, of the teams that will play. So who are the teams that will definitely play in 29? 29. So you've got Leeds, um, who obviously... Uh, double next next week in 25. But um, won't double in 26. But they will not double in 26. And they haven't got any in the bank. Yeah. Um, we'll have Fulham, obviously, who double in 25. Um, but then won't double anywhere else. You mean what? 26, they double, not 25. They double in 24. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, then we've got West Ham. Who, yeah, no doubles um, and t- tough fixture run. Probably the last tough, Very fi- tough fixture. The last yeah. tough fixture run of the season, like after this, like the next. It's probably. It's probably sort of the time when you could jump off West Ham now 
to attack the doubles and then jump back on them at 29. Yeah. Like, take a minus four, bring your Sue Fowles, your Sue Checks, your Antonio's back, um, your Lingardinho's in. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I think I'm leaning towards now with how tonight's mapped out. Um, instead of moving Barnes out, looking at moving Suchek out um, this week, um, even though it's a good fixture against Sheffield United, it might not be set up for him. But again, mm-hmm. again, I might want to see the team news. If Antonio's not playing, it's a, like there's a strong chance that Suchek's going to be pushed forward a little bit more, isn't there? Like he was when Antonio mm-hmm. was injured. So mm-hmm. it's one to watch. Um, Arsenal, again, they haven't got the best fixtures over the next four or five weeks. Um, they play uh, Leeds, City, Leicester, then they've got Burnley and then they've got Spurs. And I, I think by then Spurs could be, like they, they look like they're gradually working towards um, Kane getting Back to full fit. Once Kane's at full fitness, Spurs are a threat again. Um, and by then, and it's yeah, it's 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 the derby, isn't it? So yeah, I've I don't think I want any Arsenal players. Maybe maybe at twenty nine. Um, if I really if I if I'm strapped for cash and I need a player, um, then it might be Smith Rowe coming in. Um, then you've got Newcastle against Brighton Hove Albion. Um, Saint not Max- Birmingham, not Birmingham, St. Maximum, yeah, as an option potentially for 29. Um, Birmingham, Will- Birmingham are playing better at the moment, though, than <laughs> <laughs> <In> Brighton. <laughs> um, Wilson, probably as well, uh, if he's, if he's not injured, if he's not injured, um, it could be. Like Newcastle at home as well. Oh no, Newcastle are away. Um, it could be a game. Like I think St. Maximin running at that Brighton defence could be um, quite scary for them. So it might be one to watch that. And then, um, yeah, that's that's it for the moment. Unless, yeah, if we get them. Well, Spurs, Spurs, Villa is yeah. It's likely if um, Southampton beat Wolves, we really. Um, they'll yeah. definitely have a fixture though. In yeah, yeah. They'll, they? they'll either play Villa or Southampton. Yeah. Um, in 29. And. Villa would be better. From a planning point of view. Villa would be better. But from. Southampton's the easier fixture. But then I think, I think if you if you if you had Spurs versus Villa, I think the captaincy will be really spread out. If it's Spurs against Southampton, it's all going to be on Kane or Son, right? Yeah. Like if if that fixture is Spurs versus Southampton, I'm probably bringing in both of them at twenty six, and I'll have them. Till at least till my wild card in thirty. Yeah. 
because well i think you're gonna have them anyway but you probably wouldn't get both of them um if they were blanking well we're gonna have a much better idea of exactly the fixtures by next week so on next week's pod we'll kind of do another little breakdown uh where we'll have a much much better idea um because obviously there's a lot of we're not sure of ifs buts maybes especially around potential double game weeks in 27 and maybe even in 28 as well um so do listen out for that and we'll kind of break it down is there anything else that you want to add on that bit rob um no is it is it a good is it a good time to mention what like what's happening next week on the pod yeah we can do so um (laughs) on next week's pod and actually this is pretty apt because outside of ben krillin he's the one person that knows his shit when it comes to strategy uh and that's the very own james from planet fpl and seeing as myself and rob are both patrons of uh, planet fpl and that's how we met and that's how we formed this pod uh we thought that we would invite our first guest to our uh, pod and that being james and he has kindly agreed to join us and he will be joining us next week so we're looking to pod next tuesday evening and it will be out for you on wednesday um and no doubt we will uh, be talking about all the the strategy. Uh, I know that they're bringing out a pod on Friday talking about it, but I'm sure we'll probably talk about it again on Tuesday. And probably by Tuesday, we'll have a much better idea of, you know, exactly what the fixtures look like. Um, so, yeah, James will be joining us next week. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think next week, rather than um, we probably won't do topics, we'll probably just ask the questions on on strategy um and some general questions for james just uh for those that may if you haven't come across planet fpl i don't know where you've been (laughs) Um, yeah (laughs) but yeah for those that yeah maybe haven't come across uh planet fpl and james and surge um might be an opportunity to ask them and uh, well ask james and uh yes get his opinion on some things um but yeah it'll be a perfect opportunity to really dive into how we're going to play out 25 26 27 28 and 29 because hopefully fingers crossed um we'll have the whole lot set in stone um very unlikely but uh yeah it'd be really nice if uh the premier league got their shit together and uh gave us all of the information we need um for the next sort of four or five five weeks um so yeah it'll be a good one perfect right let's move on then to our 5v5 and last week mate you you won what was that Uh, sorry (laughs) can you just can you repeat that for the people at the back of the room (laughs) (laughs) last week you won yes Um, and um what was that makes you three two up i don't know what the score was I know you won. You scored thirty, didn't you? Yeah, I got thirty points with um yeah, it was it was the uh who did I have that got me loads of points? Oh Sun, Salah, Adams, Sufal. Yeah. Um I think I wasn't I mean I was a bit so I had Bruno and Cash and Rafinha, Mendy, Antonio. 
I think it was like 23 points, I think I got. So it's a high school compared to a couple of weeks ago when it was like 15, 8 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, so for those that don't know, we will, uh, I will pick five players and Rob will pick five players based on his transfer algorithm. Um, and we can only pick one player from each uh, team, maximum of one from each team. Uh, one player owned less than 20%, one less than 10 and one less than 5 one uh, goalkeeper, one defender, two midfielders, and one attacker. And it's a draft style, so we cannot pick the same player twice. Uh, right, I need to get a coin. I haven't got a coin. You haven't got a coin. Uh, I haven't either. Right, give me one second. Yeah, I've got my yeah, coin. Yeah, you, you got your coin. Yeah, I've got so my coin. So for, for, the, for the people listening, uh, it actually just took him 20 minutes to find the coin. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay. I'm on my I'll next beer. <laughs> Um, are you picking heads or tails, mate? Tails. It is heads. Oh, he gets the first pick. Finally, mate. All right. Uh, I am going for da -da 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 -da. Sterling. You've gone for Sterling. Uh, Pope. Good pick. Uh, Bruno. have him uh rashford They're all on my short list um rashford i'm just writing this down okay well i, I would have gone dcl but because we don't know about his injury status i'm not gonna take a risk um so i will go with Richarlison. He's a forward, isn't he, in the game? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, Actually, Ruben, I need to check his ownership. Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Really? Yeah. Is that what the... Um, I'm surprised the algorithm's coming out with that because he, he hasn't really had many returns. Yeah, he's... Uh... Well, we'll talk about it. I'll highlight him, and then I can we can we can have a look at why it's picked that. Richarlison is four percent owned. Okay, right. Ruben Loftus Cheek. Okay, and so now I'm on defender and goalkeeper. Um. Goalkeeper, I will go with. I did have Pope, but you've taken Pope. Surely there's only two other keepers, <laughs> three other keepers. Well, I can't choose Everton, I can't choose City, I can't choose Burnley, so I've got to go with Ariola. And Ariola, it is. Um, and then, so I've got uh, Danny Ings. Okay, and I'm going with Tarkovsky. And 
I have got everyone's favourite right back, Sufal. Okay, so... All my players are under 15% owned. That's really? All of them. I've got one, Loftus Cheeks, 0.2%. So <laughs> we've got, um, you have Pope in goal, followed by Sufal, Rashford, Ruben Loftus Cheek, and Danny Ings. So how many double game week is that? One, two. Just two. Two. Just two. Wow. Okay. Uh, I have five four double game weekers so i've got Ariella in goal tarkovsky richarlison sorry bruno sterling and richarlison you know what would be quite interesting is we always have and as per my uh five have shown we as in fpl players always have double game week kind of goggles on and we're kind of all like, oh, yeah, I need to get double game weekers in. And we often miss out the good single game week assets. Like, you know, for this week, a lot of people are, are dismissing Bruno as a captaincy option, even though they're playing West Brom, um, because they want to go for the City double game week, etc. And, and I'm not saying it's a bad decision, but we're kind of dismissing that because we're kind of after the lure of double game week. And I've gone with four double game week because you've gone with two. So it'd be really interesting to see, actually... You know, did I make the right decision going for the double game weekers versus your good single solid game week options? So it'd be interesting to see what the plan come, what you know, what the scores are. Yeah, it's, um, um, I mean, it's a, it's it's not the like most one like the the fixtures are tricky for the double. Yeah, um, like we'll bring them up. Although now with with the potential of the injuries for Everton. I think that strengthens City's defence, um, but obviously that won't. That the algorithm doesn't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's whether. I mean, for City, it's probably the like the worst combination double game week that you we could have got for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's. I mean, every everyone at the moment's got triple City, so. But I probably wouldn't captain a City player. I think your ceiling is actually higher with like Bruno. Yeah. Um, like Bruno was, I think he was second on my shortlist. Um, but you obviously picked him. Um, so my first choice ended up being Pope. Because um, he was projected the second highest amount of anyone in the uh, in the game, and it kind of ju- that justifies um, everyone that's making that move that we normally frown upon um, changing a keeper outside of a wild card. Um, but that double game week for Burnley, like Palace, Palace away, um, and Palace have really struggled to score, and Fulham at home, and Fulham have really struggled, and like we know. Um, that Burnley's defence, like it, it, their defence hasn't been the problem. That's not the reason why they are where they are in the league. It's because they can't score goals. Their defence against bottom half clubs is really, really good. Hmm. Like, especially with like me and Tarkovsky looking like they're back to their best. Um, that's why Pope's such a great asset. 
because of the two centre halves in front of him, strikers they get they might get shots shots in at Pope, but they're gonna they're generally tough shots to take and Pope gets easy saves. Yeah. Um and yeah, he picks up the clean sheets as well and I think it's gonna it's gonna be a good week for him, but I personally I can't when I've got uh, Martinez, who's away to Brighton, he could easily come up with another nine-pointer. And I can't justify moving Johnston to Pope. Why not? Because I'd, I'd still want to, I'd still probably want to start Martinez. This weekend? I'd, I'd potentially, I've, I think I'd still, I, I'd feel like I'm wasting the transfer going Johnston to Pope. When I can um, make another move elsewhere, you could quite easily get eighteen points from Pope this weekend. I could. Uh, th- that's a that that's a transfer to me that I think is worth using. I'll be doing Johnson to Pope, and I'll probably be captain in Pope. I'm just, I'm not sure. I'm I'm wanting to do it. And... There's at least one clean sheet there. Yeah, yeah. like. I'd be very, very surprised if they didn't get at least one clean sheet. Yeah. Right? So, so we know that Pope always hogs the bonus. You're probably not going to get many save points there, hmm. but we know that the way that because Burnley are so shit, like the rest of the team, he hogs the bonus points generally. And he gets between, when he keeps a clean sheet, gets between seven and nine points on average. Right. Um, so, Eight points multiplied by two, 16. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, um, there's other things I want to move around in my team. And I want that money because it's, it's, I mean, how much is uh, Pope at the moment? Five and a half. Five and a half. So I'm, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm spending a million. And a transfer to bring him in. When yeah, that's what I could, I'll be doing. I mean, that million at the moment with how my we don't plan, need it at the moment with how my plan looks like. Like if if the Bruins back in twenty six, I I need that million. Yeah. To get from Gundogan to De Bruyne. And it would, I, I I see that's or, another interesting or I need thing. to chop I need to chop and change elsewhere. See that that's an interesting point, right? If if KDB was back this weekend, I wouldn't buy him, even if I had the money there for him, because I would I don't see the point of taking out Gundogan for KDB at the moment. Yeah, it's I mean that's Gundogan's playing much better. Yeah, he's it's, playing it's really tricky. well. There's no need. There's no need to bring in KDB. Think, yeah, you're getting in there. you're getting the value, aren't you, with Gundogan? Yeah. But then a lot of people are gonna be stuck with the there'll be some like there'll be some people that um yeah have got got the plenty of money there to make the make that move a lot of people have gone on to the triple city defense um which is going to cost them the points to get there i think the moment um the moment i hear pep say he's back and he starts he comes into my team yeah. Because I think 
for at least that one week, you've got arguably the best player in the Premier League as a differential. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, you're right. And um, if he comes, I guess it... if he comes in into that double game week in 26, um, where yeah they'll play United, but then they'll play either Southampton or Wolves. Like he might not even. Um, not twenty six. He'll play West Ham, then either Southampton or Wolves, and even then twenty seven that double. So, and that's when we think he's going to be back around that time, and yeah, it's just I'd like to have that luxury of making that move, but I just I feel like I've got the Burnley cover in defence because I've got Loughton. Um, so I don't need to go there. And then it's moving forward after that. Um, well, as I said earlier, I'm a kind of uh, a go hard or go home yeah. type of manager. And th- that's why I want to go for the double defence. Um, I'm probably not going to take a hit. So I've got two free transfers. I'll likely be doing Robertson to Tarkovsky or me and Johnston to Pope. Um other option I have, and I'm considering it, is not bringing in Pope, but instead doing Safal and Robertson to me and Tarkovsky. Either way, I definitely want two Burnley defenders, whether that's one defender, one goalkeeper, or two defenders. Um, I just, I just got a feeling that Pope is going to blow off this weekend. I just, yeah, I just got that I'm, feeling. I'm, yeah, personally, I'm just. I'm wary with the plan moving forward. Um, yeah, that's a fair point. And like, yeah, they. Although then they've got the like they've got the good fixture in 25 as well. Um, but then 26, 27, 28. You're not going to start. You're not going to want to start a Burnley player. Um, like in 26, if you've got Martinez and Pope, you're starting Martinez. Yeah. Then 27, even if it's a single game week, you've got Villa against Wolves and then Burnley. But then you can just take Pope out, can't you? To a 4.0. Yeah, but then you're using another transfer to. Okay. So. so, That's my my point. If you're bringing him in, you're you're kind of committing to having him till the wild card. Otherwise, it's going to cost you four points to get him out. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a fair point. Um, that's my that's my personal feeling on it. Like, I I can't personally justify it, but yeah, you say that you you really want to attack it, then I think as like for twenty four and twenty five, yeah, he could outscore Martinez. But then after that, I don't I don't think I want to I don't want to play him over Martinez in the rest of the game weeks up until I wildcard in thirty. Um, and Fair we know, point. and we know that um, Villa are quite likely to be playing Spurs in 29 um, as well. So you've, yeah, you've got. I'm quite happy with, yeah, just sitting there with Johnston and, um, yeah, I'll probably, Martinez. I'll probably even just go um, Martinez and Steer from 30. 
Um, okay, and then other fixtures. That's enough Burnley talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we argued for ten minutes about Burnley. About Burnley. <laughs> um, I get. I guess it, it'll be a good time. We can we can really talk about what your plans are then this week this weekend and. Um, well, not, not not your plans in terms of like partying or anything. I was, like was going to say, well, plans. I'll get out of bed. I'll have a shower, <laughs> I'll cook, cook breakfast, and uh, <laughs> s- sit on the sofa and watch football. Uh, <laughs> your, your wife will be happy you're cooking breakfast, mate. Oh yeah, she. That's that's why I get to sit on the sofa and watch football in in the afternoon <laughs> and evenings. Um, no, uh, at the moment, she just let's go back to my team. At the moment. It could be Calvert-Lewin to Richarlison. And it could be Barnes to Rashford. Okay, and who's your captain likely to be? Uh, My captain will be Bruno. Really? So you are going for a single game week of captain? I think think his ceiling this week is up there. I... it's either going to be Bruno or Gundogan. Okay. Um, so because I, for me, I think yeah, go on, I think um, yeah, Bruno outscores the City defenders, um, but it's whether he outscores Gundogan. Um, so for for me, I'm as I said, uh, I'll be bringing in uh, me or Tarkovsky, and most likely Pope. Um, and I will most likely be captain in Pope or a City defender. But I'm not 100% sure. I need to kind of look at some more data, um, have a little bit more think uh, think about it. But that's probably what I'll be doing. Um, also, Antonio's injured and I've got Antonio. Well, he, he might be injured. Um, wait to hear for some news on that. If he is, I'll likely be doing a minus four for Antonio for maybe Richarlison, potentially, um, if DCL's out. Um, but or might take a punt on Cavani. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we spoke about earlier, we just can't guarantee that he starts, right? Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I think the next couple of days will be really important to decide. I think we'll wait till Friday, find out exactly what's happening with the, with the doubles and that, and then I can start to decide, um, what's going on. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's an absolute just head fuck at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like no, try, exactly right. trying to, to work it all out. And it's like with, the added injuries and the possibility of injuries and the fact that we might not even know what's going on. Like, if we don't hear anything, then I have to take Calvert-Lewin out. Yeah. Like, if I don't hear anything to tell me not to tell, take him out, then I have to... T- like, no, if there's no news, then it's not good news. Um, and uh, like, as we said before, if, if, you're doing, if you're doing Calvert-Lewin to Richarlison, you're... Like there's no chance that if Calvert Lewin comes back, Richardson gets benched. Richardson will still play. He just won't. He'll well, he'll still play in his position where he plays on the left wing, but tries to go up front. And um, yeah, it's like and tonight when Calvert Lewin, like in towards the end of the game, he was playing up front, wasn't he? 
um, with Sigurdsson. Who, Rich, Richarlison. Richarlison. Yeah, because yeah. DCL got taken off at 55 minutes. Yeah, so yeah, and Richarlison was playing up front with Sigurdsson just behind him. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much nailed. Um, I was, I might even leave, yeah, leave Barnes and Salah in and do Suchek to uh, Rashford, but yeah, it's just, it's, I think a lot of how I'm, if DCL's fit, then Salah and Barnes go this week. Um, but if DCL's injured, then only one of them goes. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's pretty much a wrap on the pod. Is there anything else you want to add, Rob? No, no, just, um, yeah, for everyone, just to keep an eye out for those presses on Friday. And, um, yeah, feel free to drop us a message on uh, Twitter. We'll obviously stick a tweet out um, about this pod. And if you've got any queries or anything, um, yeah, feel free to just drop a reply underneath. Um, and tune in next week because I'm sure it'll be an epic one yeah, with ne- James on. Yeah, next week. Yeah, it's going to be, we can really, really get into the strategy of how we're going to play this out. Um, although the ball will kind of already be rolling um, because we would have started looking at moving our team so that it's in a good place to move forward um, as well as trying to attack these doubles, but also the doubles moving forward and then the end game of the blank um, for those that are, not like for those that have got the free hit in hand, you're sitting quite pretty at the moment because it's it's pretty much worst case scenario of people like us that used the free hit early. Um, there's the potential to be pretty much every blank that could have been a blank has happened. Pretty yep. much. Um, yeah, we wanted a couple more surprises. But it hasn't happened. Right. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, we are a new pod, so any feedback is really important to us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at FPL underscore happy hour. Uh, we're also on a number of podcasts, including Spotify and our YouTube channel, FPL Happy Hour. Please like, subscribe and share and retweets are really appreciated. Uh, so until then, have a great game week and may your arrows be green. Good night. Cheers, everyone. See you later.